0: Today's episode, we have a newer friend of mine, Miss Hannah Brown. She is one of America's sweethearts, and she is truly as fun, wonderful, and Southern adorable as you've seen her to be on The Bachelorette and Dancing with the Stars. I just love this girl. So let's go have coffee with Hannah Brown. Hello, and welcome to Coffee <laughs> with- Daily. I I do this. I catch up with my friends before we hit record. I'm like, what are we doing? It's time to do our podcast. Like we need this all recorded because we just lost valuable information. I have Miss Hannah Brown with me, by the way. Hi, guys. This is Hannah Brown. We're newer friends. Yes. This This podcast is a range of new friends, old friends. I mean, I might even have the lady at the grocery store be like, you know what? You're my new friend. You should come be on my podcast. That's that's my vibe for the podcast. I'm the same way. And you just moved to Nashville. Yes. And we're so happy to have you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm I just love so it. I'm so glad.
1: I love it. Everybody... It's just been so kind and welcoming. I just feel at peace here. Uh, I'm so thankful. We both have lived in Santa Monica. So, you know, it's it's lovely. It was great for that season of life. But I am originally from Alabama. So being back in the South, but also in a place that has so much going on. And, like, I'm inspired, like, anytime I meet somebody uh, and everywhere I look.
0: I love that I get that but here in the south.
1: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes,
0: totally. It's yeah. It's busy. Like we weren't full time in LA. My brother and his wife had an apartment out there that we like sublet. Yeah. And we would just get to go here and there and I it was nice to like go there and then come home. So yes. being there full time, I think I would've been very worn out. It's a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. But
1: it's also so great and, and I feel beautiful. like that. Beautiful.
0: It's you can't stunning. Beat it.
1: You can't beat it. But I will say this past year the weather was so bad there that i'm thankful that that happened <laughs> so bad i'm like i'm sorry i'm glad that everybody has really bad weather in california when like that's not normal but it made it a it little gave bit you the
0: push you needed yeah I'm like, you're like okay. well the perk to this place is the weather is flawless yeah, yeah. and if that goes away i'm out and then and it that's smells. It. <laughs> all the
1: smells come out yeah the, yeah yeah just being in like a very like
0: overpopulated place you yeah. like I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm And we're happy to have you. Where is your boyfriend from? Tell us about him. His name is Adam. Yes. He is from Tulsa, Oklahoma.
1: Okay. We met in California, but he before he moved to California, he lived here for like seven years. In Nashville? Yes. Look at the so, Lord. Wouldn't yeah. you just look at him? I know. And I always wanted to live here. Like this has always been this like the dream. Vibe. Even though I never went when I was younger, I'm like, yeah. I think I'm gonna live in Nashville. My college friends, I saw them this past weekend for a baby shower. And they're like, yeah, I mean, you used to say you're just gonna move there. I'm like, now I'm, now I'm here. Now you're here. Uh, so it was cool that like, he was so down for it. And he loved his time here. Uh, so we're just both really happy. It wasn't like anybody was settling, or we didn't really have to in this. I mean, you're it's always compromised, but we didn't like have to like, compromise that much about moving here. I was like, okay, let's do this. Yeah, this
0: makes sense. Yeah. We're here because we saw each other at Russell's um, EP release party. Mm -hmm. And you were like, hey, I am starting a podcast. And I was like, so excited for you. So I want to talk about that because we're doing a little podcast swap, if you will. Like, I'm coming on yours, you're coming on mine. And are you like loving it? Like, I feel like you'll just be so good at it.
1: Yes, I am loving it when I hit my stride. It's just been a lot of like running really, really hard (laughs) and really fast. And there's moments where I'm like, okay, I'm like out of breath. I need to like pause for a second. It's a lot more work than people think it is. Mm -hmm. It's not just I get to come sit and and talk with you. There's a lot of like people that are involved a lot for me. Like it feels like a lot of opinions and everybody's (laughs) just like scheduling Scheduling, scheduling is, is not my thing. Yeah, me like, neither. You I, were very easy to schedule with, though. That was a dream, honestly. Oh, thank you. But <laughs> I tried. That, that's also the thing. I'm like, yeah, I'll just make it work. We're yeah. going to make it work. Yeah. Um. But yes, that's also because we did it. Like, True. we have that relationship yeah. where you just message me yeah. when, like, all the people get involved. That's yeah, hard. that's tiring. And yeah, so I feel now that it's, like, happening Yes, I'm mm-hmm. loving it. I feel like there are moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do this. But yes. the, And that I need those moments because I'm very like I'm self-aware, but also like super critical. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need anybody else to like point out what I did wrong. Like I I know it. I'm the same. Yes. <laughs> so when I have those moments where I'm like, oh, I did. That was, that was OK. Yeah. That was good. It, it was yeah. like I don't have. Did you ever like go into like a job interview or something? People are, like, how'd it went? And you're like, oh, I don't know. We'll see. And it's like, oh, they're like, oh, I'm sure it was, it was really great. Nope. If I say it was bad, it was bad. <laughs> I am brutally honest with myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, that was bad. So yeah, I'm having more moments of feeling like, okay, this is something that I really enjoy and that I can do. Mm-hmm. But starting anything new is overwhelming and the fear that comes in. Mm-hmm. And the doubt, it's just having to like continue to step forward through those voices, yes. I
0: think. And I'm continuing to do it. I'm proud of you. Thank you. And I feel exactly the same way. And yeah. it's it's so funny as like a podcaster, like your first day on the job is public. <laughs> it is like, hey, come listen to me learn how to do this. And I've made mistakes. There are things that I wish I could change or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? It's just a learning process. And you're going to get like anything you're going to get more confident and better at it hopefully we're getting better <laughs> at it as it goes but I don't yeah. know you Fingers know crossed. I just it. I like for mine to be just as if we're actually just like catching up having coffee and it's going to be less polished it's going to be messier and I I like it that way but I also can be so critical and well let's edit that or do this or you know And I'm trying to let it go Yeah, you know and oh. just enjoy it Taking a short break to share something fun. Y'all know I'm all about simple, easy wellness. And can we just all agree that sleep is the highest form of wellness? (laughs) Looking at my fellow parents out there. So make sleep your simplest and best self-care routine with The Hatch Restore 2. It's like having your own sleep superhero right by your bedside. The Hatch Restore 2 is your ultimate sleep companion, combining a sound machine, bedside light, and an alarm clock in one sleek package. And it's so pretty, guys. Here's the deal your hatch gently guides your body to know when it's time to hit the hay and when it's time to rise and shine, all through a calming light and soothing sounds. It's like having a sleep coach right on your nightstand. It leads you through meditations or mindfulness exercises that turn your pre sleep and wake up routines into rejuvenating rituals. It is so dreamy, my friends. I have been loving our hatch restore too. The sound machine is so soothing, and I can't wait to use it for us and our littlest man when he gets here. Even just the simple clock has been such a game changer for me, so I can see the time throughout the night without touching my phone. The alarm sounds are so soothing, so you can wake up to a gentle sunrise if you're wanting some time to yourself before the kids wake you up. Or if you don't have kids waking you up. Right now Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of a Hatch Restore 2 and free shipping at hatch.co/cwk. Sleep deeply and wake gently with the Restore 2. Go to hatch.co/cwk to get $20 off and free shipping. That's hatch.co/cwk. Hi, friends. Just taking another break to share with you about an incredible company that understands the value of a good night's sleep, Dreamland Baby. Dreamland Baby knows when your baby sleeps better, you sleep better. And that's why I'm excited to share their most popular products with you, the Dream Weighted Sleep Sack. The Dream Weighted Sleep Sack is incredible. It is designed to help your little one enjoy deeper and more restful sleep. And you know what they say, when the baby sleeps, the whole family sleeps better. I personally cannot wait to try the Dream Weighted Sleep Sack when little man gets here. So many of my friends saw such a difference in using the Weighted Sleep Sack that I went ahead and purchased it as soon as I found out we were pregnant. So when they wanted to partner with the podcast, I was thrilled. I literally had already bought it for myself. They all told me their little ones fell asleep faster and stayed asleep longer, and Lord knows we are going to appreciate that in the coming weeks. So now, here's the exciting part. You can experience the magic of Dream Weighted Sleep Sack for yourself. And guess what? Dreamland Baby is offering my listeners an exclusive deal. Use the code Coffee with Kaylee to save twenty percent off site wide. Go to dreamlandbabycode.com and enter my code Coffee with Kaylee at checkout to receive twenty percent off site wide and free shipping. This offer is for new and existing customers. Back to our episode.
1: Actually, my first episode is that's what I talk about. Um, with this podcast, how There's nothing, I think, as vulnerable as starting a podcast because there is no, I mean, there's a little bit of editing that you can do. But at the same time, I can't make sure that I'm the best I can be before I start because then I'll never start. Because the only way to get better is to keep doing it. And I've really struggled with that because... I do think I've excelled in a lot of things that I've done.
0: Yes, sometimes, which I can't wait to talk about. Sometimes this dancing like, with the stars champion. I'm like, How?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I think that it's now there's like a pressure mm. that everything that I do has to be really good. And then the other side of that is knowing that failure is is always going to you're going to fail at something. And I'm like waiting for the thing that I'm going to mm. fail at. I'm like, oh my gosh, is this going to be it? So really having to. Um, allow myself to grow publicly and know that, hey, my first episode, I'm probably, it's probably not going to be my best episode. And that's okay. And that's okay. Has been one of the hardest, like, learning lessons through all this. Um, But I'm just so thankful for, pe- for people that have, like, supported me, like, fans, but also, like, my friends and family that can, like, champion around me and be like okay no you are getting better this was awesome you should be proud of yourself like this is what you're supposed to do right now and just go full in and know that like there can be some edits and (laughs) yes yes if you need them they are there
0: there can can be some edits
1: but also like I think also for your podcast as well like I don't try to put on a show that I'm anything else other than like a little bit of a mess and like trying to <laughs> work through it. I think people really want to see that. Yeah. There's so, totally. there's so many other places that people can go for a curated, filtered, perfect looking mm. aesthetic and sound. And I think people really just want to hear somebody that sounds like them.
0: Yeah, totally. And it's it's true of anything. I think it was like Reese Witherspoon had some reel or some post that was just like, just start. Like, you're never going to – it's never going to be perfect. You only get better from – so no matter what it is, whatever you're looking at in front of you, if you're driving to your job or on a walk with your friends, like, there's something you want to start but you're afraid to start because you don't think you're going to be good enough at it. And I want to say that was me with this. And, that was me? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. we all feel like that and we all – Even coming into this new season, season three, Coffee with Kaylee, I haven't done this in a while. And I was like getting nervous and stressed. And like we were talking about before we hit record, I canceled dinner with my friends last night because they were like, can we get together? And I was like, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm a little overwhelmed. Like Russell was supposed to be here this week while I'm recording and he's not. And so I'm a solo parent. Thank God for grandparents. My mom stayed the night last night, saved my life, basically, <laughs> so I could get ready this morning and be here. And like, you just got to do it. You just, I, the, I'm disclaimer, this is not going to be the perfect podcast. And yeah, and that's okay. And I need that. Are you an Enneagram person? Yes. Are you a three? I am. I knew it. <laughs> are you a three? Yes. What's your, I'm a we three know like each four, other. though. I'm a two. I knew you are going to be two. I wish I was <laughs> a two. But that's I'm... our struggle as threes of like, it's not good enough. Yeah. It's Is it going to fail? If it's going to fail, I won't even do it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. just like not even an option to fail. So you want everything to be perfect and then you wait too long to do it because it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. And Ever. then the,
1: the times passed and then you could have like, I don't know. I mean, I think everything does like work out, but there's been, there's a few things right now in my life and I'm like, I've been so on the like back burner of doing like, should I try? This podcast is the first thing that like, just, I kind of was just thrown into it too. Yeah. I don't think I had a choice. Like, okay, this is when it's airing. I'm like,
0: okay. which is this week. Which is so yes. exciting. By the time this podcast, this episode airs, it will have been out for a little while. Okay. But I'm just so excited for you. Like Thank what you. I learned in this, and I think anyone listening, whatever it is that you're afraid to start, I thought it was going to be for everyone else. Like it was going to help other people or it was going to just be a something to do or all these different things. But it ended up being so beneficial for myself and even as a mom like for me to get out of the house mm-hmm. go have adult conversations and i just love it i would do it forever like if if i had the capacity i don't honestly <laughs> but i when i can do it i really want to do it and it's so good for me too when i i just thought it was kind of like oh, i'll do this and other people will get to hear from my friends like i feel so thankful not the kind of community that i get to have i feel like is so rare and i know it's rare and i want to share that like yeah. i want other people there's so many people who don't have great community or don't have great friends or don't have someone to talk to and i'm like you know what i'll share my people and then i think that's really cool for people to see like this is what this is what your
1: community i don't want to say like should be like but i think a lot of times i have people message me about like oh i have so hard, like a hard time with like friends like friends
0: hmm.
1: i don't know i don't, don't want to say this like mean but like you should be able to have these type of conversations. Mm-hmm. I think it's inspiring to know that there are people out there that you can have friends that are really going to support you. I've had a few friends in my life come in and be like, man, I've never had somebody like really show up for me. It doesn't mean they have to like physically be there, but like listen to me and work out problems and be able to handle conflict in relationships and like friendships. And I think it's really cool that you can like at least be an example and inspire people that to know that, like, there are people like that in your life. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Like,
0: no, it does. And I'm I'm curious, too, because for those of you who don't know, Miss Hannah Brown was the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was, and we won't talk. About, this is not your identity. All right. No. This is. But it is part of your story. And I'm curious if you had friendships change in that process and like how you navigated that like what did community look like because i think one of the most insane parts of that show is you don't have friends for however long like you you don't don't, have your phone you don't have your phone and you're alone with like a million dudes
1: yeah like that and like people who are trying to make a tv show yeah of of your life of your life and that's all the the only other person that you have to to talk to that's not a friend sometimes it gets like you feel like it is Mm -hmm. but now that I'm out of it, it's like, it's not, and I'm not like blaming them. They're yeah. doing their that's their job. But that was a really hard season in my life, and honestly, I feel like I'm just now coming back to a season of feeling like I have true community and that I've reconnected with some of my friends because I I think yeah I'm, I lost a, a bit of myself and all that. Mm-hmm. I think it's really hard not to, and I did that because I isolated because my friends, my true friends that knew me before everything. We couldn't relate Mm. anymore. And they wanted to get in, but sometimes like not even in my control, they couldn't Mm, know what was going on. And then I had gone through so much. I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. To tell you how I feel. And maybe there's some like shame and just like, just sadness or overwhelm that I can't even get to right now. I won't be able to keep going. Mm. And a real friend is going to bring that out of you, yeah. so I'm like, oh no, no, um, I'm going to have to find shallow relationships oh, because yeah. I can't go there right now.
0: Well, and you were transplanted, right? Like yes, you're not at home I wasn't anymore. At home. You don't have your besties with you. No, I
1: don't have them. But I know now, like I was making even subconsciously, sometimes consciously, decisions of like, oh, I don't want to be around people who actually can care and can get me to tell them how I feel because Mm -hmm. I just can't go there. Mm. So it's taken a lot of healing. And I did meet other friends in Santa Monica that are like true, like living out in California community and girlfriends that I love, but it was a journey and I had a lot of friends that had to stick with me through it. And my friends are always just like, yeah, I'm here. I'm just, I'm waiting for when you're Mm ready. Yeah. Um, Man, I love you. You love a good friend. Oh, I know. Those are They're the, the best. And now that I'm closer, a lot of my friends are in Birmingham, Alabama. I was there mm, Sunday for a friend's baby shower and got to see all my friends from college. I'm like, oh, it just feels so good to even just be able to be closer and be able to connect more and be here in the, these like incredible seasons of their life. I missed a lot of that. Yeah. Missed a lot of them getting married and meeting their boyfriend that turned into their husband. I miss weddings. I miss a lot. So now a lot of my friends are having babies for the first time. And I'm like, no, I don't care if it's a four-hour, three-hour drive. Like, I can do it. I feel like it's not like I feel guilty. It's like, I just I just want to be there.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like that, like, comes with age, too, is you realize friendships aren't a given.
1: Like, Mm-mm. I feel
0: like, I don't know, early 20s, it's like, yeah, well, I can miss that because, like, you know, there's going to be more or this or that. And then you get older and you're like, oh, no, I am only going to have what I've cultivated. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to in 10 years, in 20 years, I'm only going to have the friendships that I show up for. Yeah. And so which ones are worth that? to yeah, me? Yeah. And I've honestly made there are some friendships that
1: I, I lost along the way. It was a big learning lesson of what you said, like you have to cultivate those friendships and care for them and be there when you can. And when you can't like show up in some other way, uh, I think in your twenties, you're like always just meeting new people and you're like, you have a bunch of friends that aren't really yeah. your friends and you have to realize like those are acquaintances, but like you, we really need to go deep into those like three or four people that are like
0: those are your, your people. people. Yeah. And those are the ones that will read your mail. Like Mm -hmm. I have them. I'm like, I know if I walked in a room and they would be like, she is not okay. Like those are the ones. Yep. You know? And for me, those, I mean, gosh, we've been friends for like 16 years, but I've been in Nashville for a long time now, you know? And, Mm -hmm. but I do think there is something really sweet about this city in community. And, And that was one of the first things so sweet. You asked like, where do you guys go to church? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, and I get asked that a lot. Like, how do you guys find friend? How do I find good friends? How do I, whatever. And honestly, mine started in college, but we also go to church together. Mm-hmm. And they're the people that just show up, like come literal hell or high water. Yeah. Like those are the people. And you want to look at what's around them, what kind of friendships they have. And their track record as a friend. And you can just tell a lot pretty quickly when you meet someone and get to know who their friends are if they're going to be there for you. Yes. And that was one thing we, it was, it's hard, it's a lot harder
1: sometimes living in Los Angeles because everybody's like there for just seasons of their life. Everybody's just like trying to make their dream happen. There's not a lot. You have to try really, really hard to have community. we were just now getting there and it was through our church. Um, And so when we moved here and made the decision, like that was our, like, what is like the number one thing we want to make sure that we're plugged into Mm -hmm. is like, we want to find a church and we want to find community and like people that we really want to pour into and know that they're going to pour into us. Mm -hmm. But that is hard, especially as adults, when like you're moving to a new place, I genuinely didn't have like close friends here when i moved yeah so i had to also well, we're here but we're i here also, to be your friends like it was good for me because then i had to start reaching out and be like hey yeah i'm here i'd like to be your friend <laughs>
0: yeah no honestly i wanted to talk about that because yeah. i think a lot of making friends is being brave
1: and yes. you did
0: that you yeah. were like hey we're moving we would love to be friends and like we had met before, obviously. Yes. And we met uh at the Thomas Rhett concert.
1: Yes. I, that was was it wild. in Orange Beach? Where yes. was that? Orange Beach. Because I tried to go like it was right after the show. My yes. mom just got me a ticket with them and it was literally right after or like in It was madness. It was and madness. we were at front
0: of house. I was yes. like, I will keep you safe. Yes. <laughs> You can come with me. (laughs) It was so fun, though. It was so fun. If you've never been to a Thomas Rhett show, it's a great time. Yes. Um, You might become friends with Hannah Brown there.
1: Yeah, but Russell performed first. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was just—it was such a good time. And then— We just stayed in touch. Stayed
0: in touch. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so moving here, there was like a—I was was like, okay, I'm just going to have to reach out and be like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? And that feels— Uncomfortable because you don't want to be rejected. You don't know if there's some people like, uh, yeah, well, that sure, was not like reaction. yeah, sure. I'll go to coffee with you, and you know you don't want to, <laughs> like you, yeah. There is a part of you that um, just has to put yourself out there. But it was so important for me to do that, and honestly, it's been going really great so yes. far. And I've just met so many people that I'm like, oh, like I want. To be a part of your life, and I want you to be a part of mine. Yeah. Well, I just hope that
0: encourages someone that, like, even the former bachelorette, you know, Miss Alabama, weren't you Miss Alabama? I was Miss Alabama and Dancing with the Stars champion has a hard time, has to, like, get up the courage to be like, hey, do you want to be friends? Do you want to hang out? Like, that I think people assume that would be a given or like, of course, people are going to want to be your friend or that should that would be easy for you. But it's just it's just not no matter it's where you're at. at it's, it's scary. <laughs> we all like went to middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. I don't care how famous you are, like how whatever. We all have stuff from those very formative years that really translate. Like I have to fight constantly with myself of like old wounds like that aren't true or whatever. Like I just have to get out of my own head and get out of my own way too. Like leaving social situations being like, did I say that right? Or could I have hurt their feelings saying it that way? Or was that that like I used to just rattle in my brain after being around people. And Russ was like, you have got to stop. And I was like, I know, I know. Like we all do it. We all have our stuff.
1: Oh, I've been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm having new conversations with pe- people I don't know. It seems like every day at this yeah. point meeting somebody new. And sometimes I'm like, hmm, I definitely just overshared. <laughs> <laughs> Vulnerability hangover. It's like my <laughs> problem is I'm like, okay, I'm trying to find a connection. So I'm going to give you like... I call them, like big T trauma's little T trauma's I'm like okay I'm going to throw out a little T trauma let's see what you're going to throw back <laughs> Oh that's not going to work okay I'm going to I'm going to pull out a a, a big T
0: <laughs> Let me just, just check a big T right, Let's see how are you feeling up We got a big well. T okay. you got for us today <laughs> Hey this is a safe place people cry here people laugh here you can share whatever you no, want it's here It's just
1: I I had this this happen like last week where I think I was just trying to connect so much that I, I do think it allows other people in the like group to yeah. share, but I'm like okay. That might some people that. are not going to want to get that deep that soon.
0: But honestly, I are, do. are I those my do. people? Yeah, I usually do
1: because I do. I'm a deep end. Yeah, part of the pool. I don't want to really just like go around the table like saying what our favorite color is. No, I want to know yeah. like how are you feeling right now, mm-hmm. and don't say happy matter sad. I want to know <laughs> what feeling. <laughs> Is under that happy matter sad?
0: Yeah. Did you do a good bit of therapy like during the show or after the show? Oh no, I never done therapy. Never, never, still never. No, now. Oh wow. Oh.
1: <laughs> we love therapy around here.
0: Now a, a, I was going to say lot, that a feels lot. like a, a therapy awareness. Yes.
1: So. Uh, I started therapy during COVID. I just felt like it was just I am at rock bottom. This is bad. Like I said, I was I had isolated myself from everyone. Because I knew it was bad, hmm. but I couldn't handle it. So then it just had to like really just get to where it's like, okay, here's all my crap and I don't know what to do. And yeah, I got into therapy and it's been great. It's been so hard hmm. and it's been a long journey in the past like, gosh, two two years that I've I've been in it. But it's been really great and I've learned a lot about myself and why I do the things that I do and why these patterns are in my life and how to stop them and how to change them, make boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, we've we been love a lot. To see it. Yeah. And now I'm doing EMDR therapy and like inner yeah. family systems. So like getting into those big T traumas. Yeah. And doing a lot of like PTSD work so that this does not like control my life. But I also can learn tools for when things do come up that I can self-soothe or also know what type of relationships I should have in my life that I can like go to somebody and say like, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm not okay. Can you give me space or can you be here for me? Like I didn't know how to do that before. Mm. So this is all really new for me, but I've gone like real deep in it. That's real amazing. And I love have it. Have you
0: and Adam done it together? Or we have you have yeah. couples therapy We've already? Couples, we did couples therapy like really
1: soon after we started dating because, obviously, as um, dating yeah. on a TV show, I think for some people has worked and they're they're m- married and great. But <laughs> there is a lot of us that it doesn't work out yeah. for, and there can be a lot of trauma that comes from that of just like trust issues. But I found out through all the work that I've done that it started way before that. And how am I going to be able to allow my nervous system to be okay in a safe relationship? I didn't know how to do that. My nervous system is used to chaos and kind of like that's where it feels normal. And so with being with somebody that is so just like a safe place to be, regulates me good to me that's when I like start to freak out which is so weird yeah but learning that and being like hey like I'm a little bit of a crazy pants are you sure you want to be on this ride with me because I've been so I, like I was so upfront when he started to pursue me I'm like this is how I am I don't know fully how I feel with dating but I really like you but this is going to be a journey because, like, I'm just now starting therapy. And trust me, like, we've got, I got a lot <laughs> we to, to, to go through. So, yeah, he was really down. He had never done therapy before. Like, his first therapy was coming okay. with me. And then he kind of also has now done his own stuff, like, worked with a life coach. Um, he's done more, like, life coach stuff. So he's wor- he kind of went on that journey um, and has been just really supportive with me on mine. And is always there if, like, Hey, like I need to talk to you about something, or will you join in this session so you can kind of understand how why I do these things? And it can be a therapist can be there to help facilitate the conversation
0: because sometimes that's hard. Yeah, with oh, people for sure. We did we same time actually. It was COVID that we started doing it, mm-hmm. and because I was like, we don't have time, we don't we're never home. Like I was like, well, don't have all, that all those excuse. excuses yeah. are gone. So I guess, and I think in my own. Issues in my own, I wouldn't say I don't don't have a lot of capital T traumas, fortunately, but in my own little T traumas, um, I was afraid that once we cracked something open, it would be just a whole mess, you know, and Mm. I was like, I need runway on both sides to have room to really process if we crack something Wide open. Yeah, turns out we didn't thank good. God. But my own trauma was prepared for that to happen, and so, and and there's probably people who are afraid to start therapy because of something like and that. See, I'm so the opposite of like I am scared. Uh,
1: a lot of people are like, "Why aren't you married? Why aren't you engaged?" And I'm like, trust me, like he would have done that. Oh, sweet. Like a while ago. It's kind of my own stuff. And I'm like, no, no, we have to figure all like, I need the cracks to come out. Like, where are they?
0: Yeah. Because
1: I don't want to then be like in something and feel like I made the wrong decision. Because mm-hmm. my one of my things that I tell myself is like, oh, you can't trust yourself. So making any type of like commitments are, now, they weren't always, but after some things is scary to me because yeah. I'm like, oh, you don't know how to make decisions for yourself yeah it's like hmm like how can i trust myself to like is this okay like right. a good thing to commit to um so for me i'm like trying to find every crack yeah like, uh,
0: i did like, that i did that dating i totally yeah. did but at that uh, covid but again, now you're committed yeah we'd been married for eight years and so i was that's like why, oh no yes <laughs> what if we find out something <laughs> we never uncovered you know yes. at that time now we've been married 10 whole years which is insane to me that is that's so amazing. It's, it's great. I yeah. mean, I'm so thankful and I'm thankful to Tim. And I can say from meeting Adam for like a whole 10 minutes the other night, like what an angel man. He's an, he's what an, an angel, angel man. He. Like he was like, we were talking about your podcast and just the way he was like supporting you and like asking, he's like, ask her, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, like, no. I was like, ask me what? And then you were like, well, I'm doing a podcast. And I was like, I would love to do it. And it was just like, so sweet to see him champion you, and he is like, it was
1: adorable. He's amazing. He he does my pre-prep for all my interviews because yeah. he likes it, and he wants to help me because he knows I do get overwhelmed quickly, and so <laughs> for him, he's not like that at all. He's very regimented, keeps us cool. How did y'all meet? We've been on the dating app. Stop it. We did. <laughs> Guys, we did. And it's so funny because I was getting over a guy that was just obviously like if so many of us like, oh, well, I, I know he likes me, but he's not this way. It's like, no, if you wanted to, he would. That's yeah, it. I'm like, it is. I'm like, could, shoulda, woulda, you <laughs> yeah. wanted to, yes. He would. And I finally was like, after something happened that like didn't show up, I'm just like, I'm done with this. Like, I...
0: I'm glad you did.
1: And I booked a trip to Cabo with my girlfriend <laughs> and she was like, you should just, let's just make you a dating app for a It won't take long. And she did. And like, I went on like only three dates before I met Adam. It was really quick. Good. I was We're not happy to hear that. Was. I was not like on the, the app for a long yeah. time at all, but I wasn't, I was doing it to like, just kind of like get back into just meeting normal people, dating, like yeah. just trying to date. So I wasn't really like wanting to be in a relationship. And he was like, no, I like I, I want to pursue you. Sweet. So uh, but yeah, that's how we met. And he was just so he, yeah, he's just so good with me and patient in a way that I don't know how somebody can be because I'm just not whatever you're worth being patient for he's he's the best and he
0: just yeah he just loves me really well I love that yeah and he's and he's loving being here what is what does he do again he's in
1: banking he does mortgage lending he actually works mostly with like people in entertainment or in sports that's kind of like their like his group that's what they do yeah so he has a real man job. Yeah, he's Nashville a real man, man job. Yeah, and I kind of love that. I yeah. love that we're both not in yeah. the same space because I think that's why he can be so grounded. Yeah, because his he just has a more like grounded, stable life. Where mine is feels volatile. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, it does. Feel no, that way. it might be scattered. It's I scattered, mean, I feel yeah. like that. And, yeah our life is really all over the place. And that I think maybe that's why we're drawn to real deep friendships mm-hmm. because the surface ones don't survive. You know, like, what if you're asked to go co-host Good Morning America for a while? You might yeah. be. Like, that could happen for you. <laughs> I would love for that and, to happen. You know, but you'd be did. gone and you need people who are still going to show up. Hey, guys. Taking one last break from our episode with Hannah to chat with you about one of our super fun partners wild grain wild grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads fresh pastas and artisanal pastries every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less with no thawing required the team at wild grain just sent me a new box so much delicious stuff inside so let me tell you about it we had three different types of bread and we had croissants scones pastas It genuinely is the dreamiest box I've maybe ever gotten the mail. So far, my personal favorite has been the sourdough bread, but I cannot wait to make the croissants over the holidays. And now you can fully customize your wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries you like. If you want a box of all bread, all pasta, or all pastries, you can have it. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box, when you go to wildgrain.com CWK to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box, and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com CWK. That's wildgrain.com CWK. Or you can use promo code CWK at checkout. It is no secret that God has deeply changed and shaped my life and the lives of so many of my friends. Let's just take a second and imagine that you didn't have access to a Bible or if you weren't even allowed to have one. That is a reality for so many people around the world. Sharing that hope and peace with others is something that is so close to my heart, and that is why I want to tell you about one of our partners, Crew. Crew has missionaries in almost every country on earth, and they are seeing people come to know Jesus, which is amazing. There's just one thing that they're missing a Bible in their own languages. One missionary said, we found so many people reading their Bibles. Please continue praying for us. We still need more Bibles to distribute. So friends, let's meet that need. For $21 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. When you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $21, as a thank you, Crew will provide meals for 15 hungry individuals through their humanitarian aid ministry. Plus, you'll receive one of my very own Coffee with Kaylee mugs. Simply text Kaylee to 71326 to help today. Imagine how much this gift could change someone's life. So text Kaylee to 71326. That's K-A-I-L-E-Y to 71326 to help now or visit give.crew.org Kaylee. Message and data rates may apply. Available to U.S. addresses only.
1: I had an opportunity that came up that ended up not like happening, like the concept hasn't turned into anything Uh yet but it would be for me to be in New York a lot of the time and we had just moved here and I'm (laughs) like okay like what do I do but like I really would love to do something like this I don't know I'm still like what yeah what, what would I do if that happened but I think I already know because I've I have moved across the country and yeah. like, people will always still be there for well, me
0: maybe that was the lord maybe that's gonna maybe it's gonna end up happening maybe you're gonna be in new york but, for a little maybe, while. Lord, but the we lord, will still be friends here yes. in nashville tennessee but i think
1: the lord is also maybe the, the reason that paused is because i needed to still settle here and i'm so yeah. glad actually that that is just it could happen it couldn't i'm so happy to be right where i am yeah it's great.
0: What do you? What would your dating advice be to the people who are like, I'm still waiting for an Adam or someone who's good to me? Like, I mean, you're a professional. I think you could add to your resume. You're a professional dater because <laughs> yeah, I've done all the. <laughs> I <laughs> You've tried, tried all the routes. Not to do. Yeah, I mean, we apparently don't recommend going on a, a television yeah. show. No, um, I would. Hmm.
1: I, I would and I wouldn't. I I loved being a contestant on the show. Okay, that was <laughs> actually really fun. Being I forget who that was for even Colton. Colton. Yes. All right. Well, that
0: didn't work out for, on that multiple reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
1: uh, love that guy. That was that was so great. Uh, it was a fun experience. And like for me, I'm like, oh, like if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's really not in your control. Right. It's not in actually on either side. I don't know if it's fully in your <laughs> <words>. control yeah, <laughs> in that setting, too. But uh, being the bachelorette, that was really hard. I would not want like a friend that I love to do that.
0: Yeah, that's sure. What, when
1: people ask me, like, should you do it? I'm like, I would not want somebody that just really cared for to have to just go through that. Because you. Sh- what I've learned through dating is it, it doesn't have to be that hard. It shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, that's so good. It should not be that hard. It should be easy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that until yeah. I honestly met Adam that like, even even in all the chaos, it was easy. Yeah. Um. And that is one thing I wish I would have known when I was dating younger. I thought like, oh my gosh, if it doesn't feel like these high highs, but these like horrible lows, then it's not love. And that's so not true. Yeah. Um, so not true. So not true. Yeah.
0: That's usually when it's toxic. Yes. But that's yeah. what
1: I thought meant. It was real. Mm. And I've genuinely like one of the things I've worked on in therapy is like, do I know? Like, I remember went going on one day crying. I'm like, I don't think I even know what love is. Mm. And really getting down to what that is. And I think you can, learn a lot about that through like how god loves us but like that was hard for me because i never really saw that in the relationships around me like that just type of like easy steady love yeah um but now i'm changing that and have that in my life and that's really special and for anyone that's like in those seasons and trying to like make it work with somebody that it's just like not like mm it's just not work. It it shouldn't be something that you are struggling so much for. I do think there are, especially like when you're married and like in a long term relationship, there's going to be seasons that are harder. Totally, totally. Than others. And yes, there there, there has to be somebody that steps up when the only when one person can only like has ten percent available. Like, all right, who can be there to like help? And then sometimes like you're both like in a season of like I only have 40% and the other person, like I only have 20, but like being able to talk about that and, and find ways in your life to support you and people in your life to support you in that season. But when you're dating someone and it's new, yeah, it, that should be fun. It should be fun. It should be easy and easy. And if, yeah, you're still, if you're stuck in that, like just give, do yourself a favor and move on and stop spending, yeah. putting in the time and energy. Because really what you're doing is just hurting yourself in the long run. Totally. Trust
0: me, you don't want to see my therapy bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, when you're, when you're dating, when you're not in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Because life is hard. This is how I always explain. I'm like, life is hard. Hard things happen. Mm-hmm. And my relationship is my respite. Like, that is where I go for peace, to relax. Obviously, the Lord also. But like... He is a safe Mm -hmm. place for me to just collapse. Yes. He is not another battle that I have to fight ever, Mm -hmm. really, truly ever. And it's not like we don't disagree on stuff, but we don't fight. We don't fight either. No. And people are always like, well, be careful people who say they don't fight. I'm like, no, we disagree. We disagree. We have a lot of like. Hard conversation. I think we have yeah. a lot of
1: hard conversations.
0: Yeah, and as you should, like you're two people. Yeah, and but we agree on truly so much that it's like, what what do we even have mm-hmm. to battle about? You know. But I'm married my best friend, mm-hmm. and he seems like best friend material over here. You yeah. know.
1: I mean, but I also know when you're saying that, I'm like, ooh, I, I'm the one that does have more patterns that I'm bringing into the relationship of like, even with this podcast coming out, I, I can get a little like, um, intense and very high strung and things will bother me that I know shouldn't. I'm aware of that. And I will, will just have to be like, Hey, Mm -hmm. I know I'm, I'm a little high strung and a little ridiculous right now. Just bear with me. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, you are. (laughs) And I know, and it's okay. Yeah. Um, He is like my resting place in that, that I can just even just say that and know that he's not judging me. But sometimes because of some of my patterns, I'm like, but are you sure you're mad? I know you're mad because I'm being annoying. I know I'm being annoying. He's like, no, we talked about it. I know you're stressed. It's okay. I'm just letting you do your thing. And I'm here. Wow. Angel man. He's an angel man. But And so he's really helpful of, like, when I am, like, going into whatever, like, that pattern from, like, past relationships of being scared or thinking he is actually going to blow up on me. Like, he's not. He's like, we had the conversation. Thank you for telling me. That was big of me. I'm like, yeah, I I normally wouldn't do that. (laughs) But we've, like, we've cultivated that type of relationship together.
0: And he's like, yeah, you told me. We're good.
1: I'm like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that we had that this week too because I was just feeling overwhelmed. Yeah, and you know I was trying to figure out coordinating the guest part and mm-hmm. the, all the the tricky parts of the less fun parts because this is the most fun. The part. The logistics. The There we go. That's Those the, word. Are Thank the worst. Thank you for helping this pregnant no. brain. The logistics. Yeah, and I'm not a logistics kind of gal, and so I just want to like go make it happen. And I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person, yeah. and we'll see how it goes. And Anyway, I I was melting and I was also pregnant and hormonal. And so I told him, I was like, I know I am losing it. Like I am losing pieces. My mind is falling apart. <laughs> and I was like, I think I just need to cry for no reason and just tell you I'm overwhelmed because he was supposed to be here, you know? Yeah. And, and so this was supposed to be a lot easier. And when he is gone, I'm like, shout out to the single moms and The working moms, because it is technically, I consider just like the travel portion of our life, my, my job, like keeping our family together and the logistics on that end is so much that that is like my job. And this, so when this comes in, I'm like, oh no, 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 this is a real one. This is Mm -hmm. a real (laughs) job. And how do people do this? Like shout out to y'all. I see you and I am impressed by you because I was truly, I was pregnant and overwhelmed and he was like, Okay just cry and I was like okay <laughs> so I cried and he said what is the next thing you need done and how can I do it and I was like I need to pick my podcast cover he goes pull up the pictures and I was like okay <laughs> like this it was is like step by step yeah. and I, normally I do this for him okay <laughs> because his life has way more decisions yeah. than mine does like mine's like what are we doing for dinner you know and yeah it's, it's just more simple and his is album covers and it is a lot more stuff so mm-hmm. it was a sweet little role reversal and i it's in those moments that you're like i'm so glad i married you like i'm so glad i picked someone i don't have to take care of because yes. yeah. i need to be taken care of too mm-hmm. and that was something that was something i learned being a mom i was like if i had married the guy that i had to take care of Who would be changing quite literally my diapers (laughs) and this baby's diapers? You know, like what would have happened? And I, so if you are still in your decision-making process of who you're going to spend your life with, find someone that feels like this, like that feels like home, is peaceful, practical with you. Yes. And can walk you through your meltdowns and also do the work yourself though of being Mm -hmm. self-aware to be like. And I say this all the time. I understand this is irrational. Or I know that this is just a me thing right now. Mm-hmm. And he then is given the cue to not have to fix it or not have to make sense of it. He's like, okay, she knows this is crazy. So how do I help her feel less crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I noticed the other day. I did.
1: I mean, this I, not the other day. Last night, I was being a psycho pants, And he... He has to hide when I see him, (laughs) like, kind of laugh about it. Cause I'm like, don't talk to me. (laughs) And he's like, okay. And I know, like, he's at the point point that he's like, okay, she's just doing her weird thing. Yeah. And can just smile. And then I'm like, but I need your help. And he's like, okay. (laughs) You just told me not to talk to you, but Yes. Yes. He's great. Patient. I need somebody not like me. Yeah. Yeah. I need. I I love that I can be the one that's
0: a little crazier. Yeah, I think I I think if think, Russell was here, he would tell you he's the crazier one. Yeah, I really think that. But I I'm I'm still like I get my feelings hurt, or I get I'm like I understand this is just like I my feelings are hurt. I just need to say this, mm-hmm. and and he knows I harbor stuff. Do you do that as like a three? Do you like kind of just stuff things down? <sighs> I'm working on it. I don't. I think I used to. Yeah. Now
1: I'm. I'm actually pretty confrontational in our relationships. Oh wow. Okay. I'm like, I will say that wasn't okay. I didn't like that.
0: Oh good. Uh, Good for you guys. Take note from Hannah. Yeah. I mean, wow. We both did that. I know. Yeah, I do.
1: um, That's something that Adam is not confrontational at all. Yeah. So somebody has to do it, and I'm like, all right, we're not good. So let's tell me why you're mad at me or what what made you upset. I don't get my feelings hurt as much.
0: Ah, okay. I think that's
1: also the environment I was raised in. Pretty harsh.
0: Okay. About
1: like, there was no way to pretend when people like blow up a little crazy. Yeah. So I think I'm used to a little bit more like being able to be harsh and get over it where he'll be like, hey, like, that was, you were kind of mean. I'm like, I wasn't mean, but Mm okay. Okay. And, and then I can understand, but we just grew up in, in different ways. So, yeah, I'm a little bit different in that. But deep hurts, like real like things that like really, really hurt me, I think I do harbor. But like little like um, when you can tell there's something like in the air and nobody's saying anything, I'm going to be the one that says okay. something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like friend I I one of my best friends is like that. I like people like that. Yeah. I find it endearing and that my friend is truly like that. Like she just tells me everything that's going on in her life and I think that's why she's good for me too as a friend when I'm really tired specifically because I you don't always have the capacity especially as a mom to like ask the most amazing question no. to get you know and and she will just be like So this happened and then she'll just tell me and I'm like, thank you yes, for just telling me instead of like waiting for someone to ask the right question or whatever. Mm -hmm. I really find that quality like endearing. And I love people who just tell you stuff. I really do. I don't know why people wouldn't like that. I don't
1: know why. I don't know they do, but that's where I can (laughs) overshare sometimes because I'm like, I just got to
0: get this off my chest. Yes. like, And I think I do that too, actually. Like yeah. I just, if something's going on, I'm like, oh my gosh, guess what happened? Like yes. I just, I don't wait for someone to ask me. But that's because you've created like people that you feel safe with doing that. That's with. that's probably true.
1: I don't think I do that with always safe people though. <laughs> I but, sometimes don't either. But that's how I, like the first time he, somebody else really truly asked me like how I felt about things was on The Bachelor. And that's a very unsafe place to find that, like, freedom to share. Mm. So people ask me about that experience. I'm like, it was, like, the best experience of my life because I think I grew so much and somebody finally just let me just just let the walls down and just share everything. But I wasn't always aware of, like, oh, there's a a camera rolling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, there was. they aren't my friend. Right. Um. So that was, like, my first, like, type of therapy that was definitely not therapy. So I do struggle sometimes with safe and unsafe people to share with. But then on the flip side, I think once you've been in the public eye and then you do have some of those hurts, then mm-hmm. you become, like, really, like, internal yeah. and aren't the best at making relationships because you don't know why people want to be friends with you and if they are a good friend. I really feel like the past few months, maybe to Nashville, I've just gotten back to like me Mm. and not having so many walls up and the good parts of the way that I am allowing that out and expressing that and feeling safe with the people that I do that with most of the time still, (laughs) still we're, we still have to work on that. Um, And also just being like open to things. I feel so much open now to just whatever like life has for me, the relationships, the friendships, the experiences that are coming. I'm not like as scared.
0: I'm just so excited that you are starting this podcast journey. If you are tuning in um, and this is the first time you've heard Hannah, go check out her podcast.
1: Yes. The podcast Better Tomorrow with Hannah Brown is something that's like additive to your day. I think that's what, this podcast is too. It's it's feel good. You're gonna feel better after you listen to it um, than before. Yeah, you press play, and that is really important to me. Like yeah. we're gonna have fun for yeah. sure, but I also don't want people to think it's like super serious that you're not gonna have fun. But it's just like the way that you feel afterwards is really important to me in the podcast. Um, so I'm excited. To have people start listening, or I guess they're already listening at this point. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Hopefully, they're yes, they were. But yeah, it's such a blessing to be able to have these conversations with people too. I have to remind myself I get to do this when it gets really stressful and I'm overwhelmed. That a few years ago, I would never thought I would get to have a platform where I'm getting to talk to really cool people, and then having other people want to listen yeah that's wild yeah so i'm just really appreciative I'm of this experience and opportunity and
0: yeah y'all listen along well i'm so glad you came to have a coffee with me and my friends thank you for joining me thank you um just cheering you on my girl thank you. i appreciate it you got this how amazing is she And since recording this episode, she has gotten engaged, folks. She is engaged to Adam. How incredible is that? So go check out her new podcast to get all of the details of her engagement. I'm so happy for her and so happy we have a new friend here in Nashville. Next week, we have my girl, Kristen Brust. She is a fellow wife of a touring musician, a mama, and one of my all-time favorite human beings on this earth. She's like a unicorn in a person. I just cannot wait for y'all to get to know her and love her like I do. Talk to y'all next week.